Hello and welcome to Arkham Interactive, a podcast detailing audio playthroughs of solo investigator campaigns from Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Andy Buckle, and it's been about a month, uh, over a month now, since uh, William Yorick went insane in the seventh scenario of the Dunwich Legacy. And I hadn't intended to take this amount of time off. Um, I thought a couple of weeks and then I'd be back. But um, uh, we took a, fa- a vacation with the family and have been playing some other, other campaigns um, and enjoying playing them without the sort of pressure of recording that um, I've taken a bit longer than I expected. But um, I'm back today to tackle The Forgotten Age, the third sort of deluxe expansion to the base game. And we're going to be taking Skids Tool, the X-Con. Um, we're going to be taking the parallel version of Skidzo Tool, the all or nothing version that was introduced by Fantasy Flight Games um, earlier in the year. And I'll detail um, the differences between the original Skids and the new Skids um, a little bit later on when you run through the deck. Um, the Forgotten Age, I have played, uh, I've played once before. My wife and I um, used Ursula and Finn and we were defeated in the sixth scenario. Um, I've, also, I've done a little bit of deck testing with some other um, investigators in the first couple of um, scenarios in the campaign. So I am familiar with the first two scenarios quite well. After that, um, things get a little bit hazy and or ultimately I've only played them once through. So um, this is going to be a challenge and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, where to begin? I think we delve into who Skids is. So the difference between the all or nothing Skids and the original Skids um, is predominantly the amount of cards in his deck and the types of cards that he takes. There's also changes to the front of the card, his, his uh, sort of main ability and Elder Sign ability, but largely his stats and his willpower and health remain the same as before. So, um, the de- new deck size for Skids is 25. And the deck building options are Rogue cards level 0 to 5, Fortune cards level 0 to 3, Gambit cards level 0 to 3, and Neutral cards level 0 to 5. So previously, um, Skids could take Rogue cards, he could also take Guardian cards level 0 to 2, so the blue, um, blue sort of fighter cards. Um, and he couldn't, couldn't take Fortune or Gambit cards. Now, there's not very many of them. Um, they're almost entirely uh, red cards, cards like Lucky and Look What I Found. Um, additional, additional options to this are when you upgrade a Fortune or Gambit card, you may instead pay the full experience cost on the higher level version and leave the lower level version in your deck. It does not count towards your deck size or the number of copies of that card in your deck. So I could add two more Lucky, I could upgrade... Um, using for my experience um, to get two more lucky and they would just be added to the two additional lucky. So that's really interesting. So I think one of the reasons why Skids was so unpopular um, was that in the base game he was he was meant to be the designated fighter or monster hunter and with three combat, only three combat, he just wasn't very good at it. He was great at evading and he was solid at getting clues but ultimately he was going to be paired with a clue gatherer and his main like a daisy, and his main um, 
main role was to defeat monsters and he was just not great at it. And he had these clunky uh, guardian cards that were expensive and he had an ability of spending two resources um, during your turn to add an additional turn. But my experience with him was that I just really had the extra money because I was always paying for things like machetes and, and expensive weapons. So um, this is a more streamlined version, 25 cards. It's entirely, he's now entirely um, green and with a few red cards, which I'll go, I'll, I'll go through. Um, and he's just a bit leaner and meaner um, in terms of, um, and really emphasizing his ability to evade and sort of um, stay away from enemies. Like once upon a time, he was meant to go and attack them head on. And now he's got these tricks to, to keep away from them and, um, and also sort of make some money on the side. Okay, so that's the back of the card. The front of the card, as I mentioned before, his uh, stats remain the same. So two willpower, a bit of a problem. Three intellect, very solid. Three combat, not great if he's meant to, if his uh, main goal is to defeat enemies. Agility four, excellent. He's got eight health and six sanity. Um, well, his special ability, it's a lightning bolt ability, so that means it can be done in between actions. Spend up to three resources. Test a base skill value of three against a difficulty equal to the amount of resources just spent. If you succeed, gain twice the number of spent resources. Only um, agility icons and wild, wild icons may be committed to the test. Limit once per round. So this is a case of I could spend one resource, do a three versus one test with a chaos bag. If I succeed the test, I get two resources back. So I gain a resource. So that's essentially the, the, you know, the least I can do. I could spend up to three, which means I'd be doing a, th you know, a three test. I could throw in an unexpected courage or something with some wild icons and I basically I double my money. So there's a, there's a bit of risk involved in this and you're gonna be using some of your valuable um, skill icons for this test. But if you're really desperate for money, um, it's something that can be done um, as a non-action. So just in your turn at any, at any time. The Elder Sign effect, is a plus one and I can choose a level two or less card in the discard pile and add it back to my hand. So this is amazing. This is um, actually similar to Will Yorick's Elder Sign ability of being able to just draw, uh, pick up, pick a card from the discard pile. Now with Skids as 25 cards, we're going to be probably cycling through the deck um, at least once. I mean, I hope to. Um, so, but getting cards back, uh, it's just going to mean that recurring valuable cards is just going to help us uh, win the game. Okay, so what cards are we bringing along? All right, so we have 11 assets. In the hand slots, we have one weapon. Well, we have two weapons, but we have one Derringer, 141 Derringer. It's a firearm. It costs three. It has three ammo. We get plus two fight for the attack. If you succeed by two or more, this attack deals plus one damage. So it's kind of the staple uh, rogue level zero weapon. Um, we'll probably look to upgrade this later on, but for now it's fairly serviceable. If we don't have to use it, that's a good thing. Two copies of Flashlight for investigating. One copy of Kukri. Now this is a not very popular weapon. Um, it's a, a neutral weapon. Um, when you fight, you get plus one for the attack. So that puts skills combat at four. If you succeed, you may spend one additional action to deal plus one damage for this attack. So if we deal one damage with the Kukri, um, we can then 
we can then uh, use an additional action to deal plus one damage. So essentially it's a testless damage. Um, and on a two, um, uh, two strength enemy, this is kind of this is kind of great. Like this is fine for me um, at this point in the in the scenario. If to using two actions to deal two damage is is okay. It's like you know in terms of efficiency, it's not great. But um, compared to level zero switchblade, another option, and even the knife. Like the knife may be better, but I've used the knife so much. I I, I thought I'd try the kukri out. In the accessory slot, we've got the lucky cigarette case. Uh, as a reaction, after you succeed a skill test by two or more, exhaust lucky cigarette case and draw a card. So along with the Derringer, this is a, an, um, a reaction that um, requires winning by two or more. So there's a, little, there's a few of these in this, um, in this deck. And sort of a requirement of rogues is to win by an amount and you get a benefit. But this is going to help me um, draw cards and um, hopefully I'm um, evading or investigating well enough to um, be able to trigger this. I've got one copy of Fine Clothes, which is it has one health and one sanity soak, but the, the key thing is that it reduces uh, the skill tests, uh, reduces the parlay tests by two. Um, and there is a parlay test in this first scenario that I will need to pass, so I'm hoping I have this in play. I've got one copy of Leo DeLuca, he's my only ally. He does cost six, he's expensive, but very worth it if you get him out early in the game. You may take an additional action during your turn, so that is four actions per turn. That helps you win games. I've got one copy of Hard Knocks. Um, so this is a talent asset. Um, it costs two, and once it's in play, you can spend a resource to get plus one um, combat or plus one agility. So if I have excess money lying around, um, either using my ability or just um, haven't, had, haven't had to spend um, it on my more expensive assets, I can use this to increase combat and agility. I'm not too worried about agility. I'm more worried about the combat. I'm more worried about getting that plus two with the Derringer um, and making sure I pass tests, um, pass like a, a kook reaction. So that's it's more that's main, the main reason why it's in the deck. And um, I, I did actually take a, uh, a deck very similar to this through the Dunwich Legacy. Um, and Skids did really, really well. He, he was defeated at, at uh, where Doom awaits, as, as his predecessors have. Um, but he did much, much better than both Agnes and Yorick. Um, it, it was down to a coin flip on one of the last turns. I, I drew a bad token and it was over. But if I had a drawn him, if I hadn't have, I would have succeeded. So it was, uh, he did very, very well. And um, Hard Knocks was a big reason why. Obviously, this is a much different um, campaign. There's a lot of a lot of things that um, a lot, there's a lot of uh, elements of Dunwich that aren't relevant here, and um, there's a different approach to how you play the game. So there are some changes to that deck, but um, Hard Knocks. I will I'll, in the past I haven't been a big fan of Hard Knocks, but it was great in that campaign. I've got one copy of Lone Wolf, um, which gains me a resource at the beginning of my turn if I'm the only, only investigator at my location. And being solo, I will be the only one. So um, th this, this, is, this is how I get extra money. I've got one copy of Smoking Pipe. Now this is, uh, it costs one, has three supplies. Uh, if you spend one supply, exhaust Smoking Pipe, take one damage, heal one horror. So a couple of things I'm concerned about with Skids. The two willpower is gonna be brutal. I've got almost nothing to boost that. So I'm going to be um, failing some willpower checks. That means I'm going to take some horror, and this smoking pipe is there to just help balance it out a little bit. I'm hoping 
I can um, stay alive, uh, have enough health to move one of my horror over to the health side. Um, because yeah, I don't really have any healing um, cards in this deck, so it's more about distributing the damage onto onto fine clothes, onto Leo De Luca, um, and via smoking pipe. I've got one copy of Stealth. Now I added this was a, a very late edition. Um, I've, I played a scenario recently with Wendy, and she had Stealth, and it was great. Now what happens here is um, once it's in play, it costs two. You exhaust Stealth and Evade. The chosen enemy gets minus two evade for this evasion attempt. If you successfully evade the enemy, disengage with it, but do not exhaust it. Until the end of your turn, the enemy cannot engage you. So this uh, means I've, uh, an evasion attempt is too easier, but it doesn't get exhausted, which means it can still attack me um, at the enemy phase. So if it's a hunter, it will still hunt and attack me if I'm the, in the location next to it. So that's a problem. But for non-hunter enemies, you can evade them and then... On your, say on your first turn, and then spend two actions, um, you know, searching for clues. You can do a search for clues, and then you can move out, and it will just stay there in that location. So that's what I found it the best. I found it um, it allowed me to a evade easier, and also at a negative two, which will probably trigger lucky lucky cigarette case if I have it in play. But that means that um, I can do an do an investigate action, or draw a card, or do something else with it at my location, and it won't attack me with um, an attack of opportunity. So um, I think that it's going to be great for um, some enemies. Other enemies, like hunters, I want to evade them so they're exhausted. So let's see how it plays out. Um, events. Uh, there's eight events. One copy of Look What I Found, which is, is a staple in any survivor deck. Um, it's a fast action. You play it after you fail a skill test by two or less while investigating. You discover two clues. So this is going to be great for me to nab two fast clues if I can uh, time it. One copy of Elusive. Disengage from each enemy engage with you and move to a revealed location with no enemies. I can move across the map um, if I need to. It's going to be a clutch card for me late, late in campaigns, late in scenarios, I think. One copy of Emergency Cache. Um, if I don't draw Lone Wolf and I haven't had a chance to use my ability, um, I'm going to need some cash to fund Hard Knocks. Um, so Emergency Cache is there. Two copies of Lucky. Fast action. Play when you would fail a skill test. Get plus two to your skill value for that test. One of the best cards in the game. I love having it. It's one of the reasons why I, uh, I was attracted to playing with Skids, um, this new version of Skids, and in, in that being able to take Lucky. Um, Skids' uh, signature ability on the lamb is quite versatile. The test icons are one book, one uh, foot, and two wild, which means this could be potentially uh, three book or three foot. So to, make, to use this in a, a clutch test um, is one, one way to use it, but the, um, the main function is it's a fast action. You play it after your turn begins. So basically, as soon as your turn starts, you play it, until the end of the round, so not only during your turn, but also the enemy phase, non-elite enemies cannot attack you. So this, this basically negates attack of opportunities uh, for that round, um, and, and the, including the enemy phase, which is pretty great. If it was just your turn, I think it would still be useful. That's kind of what stealth does, though. But um, yeah, I, I've sort of shifted between using this um, for its main ability, but and a couple of times I'd use it for the icons, just to pass a... A crazy um, intellect test. 
at times. So on the land is really good. I like it a lot. Um, depending how I use it will just depend on how the, how the scenario is going. One copy of Sleight of Hand. Another fast action. Put an item asset into play from your hand. At the end of your turn, if that asset is still in play, return it to your hand. Kind of amazing. Um, you can play Sleight of Hand. You can put Flashlight in. You can use Flashlight and then return it back to your hand and you can play Flashlight again later on. So playing Flashlight costs one with Sleight of Hand um, instead of usually the two. But you essentially gives you double use out of some of these some of these um, uh, hand assets. So the Derringer, I could use the Derringer just for one round and then return to my hand. Um, one copy of Sneak Attack, so it deals two damage to an exhausted enemy at your location. I'm gonna be evading, and if there's an enemy that I want to eliminate or damage, just so it's out of the way, rather than having to keep um, evading and running, I can use Sneak Attack on it. Uh, I've got one copy of that, so that's eight events. Skill Cards. Seven skill cards. I've got two manual dexterity. Commits two foot icons. If test successful, draw a card. This is going to be a key part of me um, uh, cycling through my deck. I want to draw cards, um, see more cards. So um, chances are I'm, I'm going to be able to pass evade test without using this. But if I'm evading something with a three or four evade, um, this puts me up to a six then I'm, I'm a good chance of not only successfully evading it, but also then drawing a card as a, as a result. I don't really want to fail the test that I use this card on. Similarly with Overpower, it um, commits two fists, um, and the same action is you draw a card if successful. Two perceptions, same deal. Um, investigating might be a little bit of a challenge with skids, but I'm not too concerned. If I get a flashlight out and I have a perception handy, I should be able to get um, the clues I need. One copy of Quick Thinking, um, it, Another um, two or more success um, requirement. If this skill test is successful by two or more, you may immediately take an action as if it were your turn. So that's an additional action. So if I have Leo to Luca in play and I pass a test with quick thinking, I'm having five actions that turn. That's great. One copy of Unexpected Courage. Um, I can use this in a willpower test. Uh, if I really need to pass one, I could put this into a test uh, with my ability. It has two wild icons. Um, just to gain, gain some money. Um, my signature weakness is hospital debts, which is a bit brutal. Um, when this is revealed, you put hospital debts into play in your threat area. Um, as a lightning bolt action, I move one resource from the resource pool to hospital debts. I can do this twice per round. When the game ends, if hospital debts has fewer than six resources on it, you earn two fewer experience for this scenario. So this is where I need some extra cash. This is where I need to use my ability. I need to have Lone Wolf in play. I need that emergency cash. Because if I draw hospital debts, which I'm very likely to, um, I need to, um, over the course of the scenario, put six resources on it. Otherwise, I earn two fewer experience. And that is really debilitating in terms of um, um, advancing and improving. Um, <clears throat> so yes, that's, that's going to be a problem. Um, and... Uh, in Dunwich, I successfully managed to, um, I think I came across it four or five times out of the seven, and I managed to get rid of it each time. So I'm not too concerned about it. It just means um, that if I draw it late in the game, um, I'm, I'm going to be short on time, and I don't really want to earn too a few experience. My random basic weakness is amnesia which means that when I draw it, I need to forget all but one of, my, of the cards in my hand. 
So while I want to cycle through my deck fast and, and see all my, all my cards, um, I am also aware that I don't want to have too many cards in my hand. I don't think I will. I think I'm going to be using them for skill tests. I'm going to be playing the events and most of my assets are fairly cheap and I've only got one of them. So if I get Lucky Cigarette Case, I'm going to play it. If I get Leo to Luke, I'm playing it. Um, Lone Wolf, etc. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to be hoarding cards. Um, the ones that I probably will keep, keep a hold of until I really need them is Elusive and On the Lamb. They're two, and look what I found. They're, they're three, like three cards I'd say that um, I would probably hold on to and I'm at risk of losing them if I draw Amnesia. But let's see how we go. Okay, so that is an intro to skids and how this is going to work. Um, I would say that the key key cards for me are um, the Lucky Cigarette Case, um, Leo DeLuca, Lone Wolf. I'd really like to get Stealth in play. I think that'll help me. Um, I think having Sleight of Hand to use my, um, my, my hand assets will be really useful too. And using my skill cards to pass tests um, and then draw cards, draw additional cards is the way to go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this scenario and I think it's going to be a real challenge. And I'll say now that I may not make it through. I'm also wondering whether I, if I do, if I am defeated, that I just start at the same spot that I was defeated with a new investigator. I'll build, the, I'll build a deck for, with a new investigator with the same amount of XP that Skids was on um, and go from there. But I'm hoping that he can take me the whole way through. So let's see. All right, um, the scenario is all set up, but there's a little bit to read prior to uh, it starting. So let's get into the story. Tuesday, June 2nd, 1925. There'll be no rest for us this summer, it seems. Today I met with Harlan Ernstone, a historical theorist at Miskatonic University and an old friend of mine. He said he had a job offer for me, but frankly, I didn't know what to expect. Harlan introduced me to an associate of his, Alejandro Vela a distinguished historian from across the southern border. Mr. Vela is a graduate of a prestigious university in New Mexico City and has spent many years researching the Aztec Empire. He claims that he has found evidence regarding the existence of an unheard of Aztec city-state called Esteli. His strange and unprecedented findings were not accepted by the university and he's become a pariah among his peers. Alejandro came to Arkham to seek funding for an expedition into the rainforest of southern Mexico, where he believes that the ruins of the Esteli... Uh, Altapetal, hmm. I'm, I'm totally butchering that, lie uh, undiscovered. His description of his city-state's origins defies modern understanding of Mesoamerican history. Despite this, or knowing my old friend because of this, Harlan is enthralled by Alejandro's discoveries. Miskatonic University has agreed to fund the expedition, albeit meagerly, and Harlan wants me to go along. The way I see it, there's a good chance we're looking for something that doesn't even exist. But if there's even a slight chance these Esli people existed, the historical significance would be profound. We debated the issue for some time, but in the end, we accepted Alejandro's offer. Preparations are underway, and we should be setting off by the end of the month. With any luck, we'll have this journal filled with all manner of interesting discoveries. If not, perhaps it'll be a nice wedge to place beneath Harlan's lopsided desk. Okay. That was the prologue. Um, before we uh, embark on it, on the first scenario, the Untamed Wilds, there is a new mechanic in the Forgotten Age. It's called the supply. It's called the supplies. 
And um, being the so being the sole investigator in this scenario, we we get to select ten supply points to take into the uh, into the onto the expedition. And there are points during the course of this campaign where you'll be prompted um, to check your supply list and see if you have that supply and um, there are some outcomes as a result. So I get 10 supply points. The available supplies are provisions, one supply point, food and water for one person, a must have for any journey. Medicine, two supply points each to stave off disease, infection or venom. Rope, several long cords of strong rope, vital for climbing and spelunking. Blanket, for warmth at night. Canteen, can be refilled at streams and rivers. Torches can light up dark areas or set sconces alight. Compass can guide you when you are hopelessly lost. Map, unmarked for now, but with time you may be able to map out your surroundings. Binoculars, to help you see faraway places. Chalk, for writing on rough stone surfaces. Pendant, useless but fond memories bring comfort to travelers far from home. So as I've said, I have done, I have uh, taken this uh, route before um, and I, I am aware of, of some of the, some of the uh, more timely supplies. Um, obviously you can't take everything um, as most of these are worth two supply points each. Some of them are three. Um, so there's going to be some points where you are going to be hurt as a result of not having one of the supplies. But I'm going to be taking one copy of provisions, one medicine, one blanket, one torches and one binoculars. And that comes to 10 supply points. So I've just made a note of that in my uh, campaign guide. And now we move on to scenario one, the untamed wilds. Sunday, June 28th, 1925. It's been a hell of a day. We've just set up camp along the northern border of the rainforest where Alejandro believed the Esli once dwelled. The jungle here is dense and untamed. The sky hides above the tree cover, but I can tell from the crisp breeze that storm clouds are brewing overhead. The dangers of our expedition have been explained to us many times. We are hundreds of miles away from any sign of civilization. Nobody in modern times has yet to pierce the heart of these wilds. Until now, nobody has had any reason to try. After all, it wouldn't make sense to find Aztec ruins in this region of Mexico. And yet here we are, looking for ruins that may not exist in a place where, by all accounts, they should not. Already one of our surveyors has fallen ill and another has been bitten by a viper. I'm starting to think the rainforest doesn't want us here. If this luck persists, ours will be the shortest expedition in Miskatonic University's history. Tonight we rest, tomorrow we venture into uncharted wilds. Okay, so um, we are set up here. Uh, we've got the acting agenda ready. Uh, we've got one location in play, it's called the Expedition Camp. That's where Skids begins. We can resign at this location. Um, there is uh, one shroud, no clues. There's also an action on this card. Check your supplies. If you have a map, look at the top three cards of the exploration deck. Place one of the bottom and the other two on top in any order. We don't have that. Don't have the map, so we can't do that. Exploration deck. All right. In the exploration deck are five locations that we need to we need to uh, unearth. Shuffled in with five treachery cards. So, on the agenda, um, there is a an explore action. Um, which means you draw the top card of the exploration deck. If it is a connecting location, put it into play and move to it. Um, if it isn't a connecting location, you keep drawing until you find one that you, you find either one that's connected or you find a treachery card, which means the uh, exploration ends at that point. We need to do another one. The agenda reads, your expedition has ventured far into the rainforest of southern Mexico in search of a forgotten Aztec city-state. What will you find when you head deeper into the untamed jungle? Okay, so there is, it's a six-doom threshold. 
Um, Act 1 reads, Exploring the Rainforest. Today you depart from your camp in order to find the ruins Alejandro seeks. That is, if they even exist. Objective. When the round ends, investigators at any non-campsite locations may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. So we need three clues to advance from a location that isn't the expedition camp where we currently are. Um, the Chaos Bag. Alright, so the Chaos Bag on standard, playing on standard. Uh, hard is too hard and easy, you know, you want that bit of a challenge. Um, so in the Chaos Bag, there's one plus one, three zeros. A negative one, negative two, another negative two, a negative three, and a negative five. Negative five is brutal, but um, you know if you're three up, really all that's left is the negative five and the auto fail. Um, there is two skulls, which is currently negative x, x the number of vengeance points in the victory display. Currently there are none, but there are vengeance, um, there are vengeance points on some of the enemies. So if you kill them, they do go to the uh, victory display and you are penalized. Um, if you draw a skull. There's also one of the um, horn creatures, uh, which is negative two. If you are poisoned, this test automatically fails. So we want to try and avoid being poisoned, but that's a negative two. So right now we've got a negative zero and a negative two from the icons. So really it's the negative five and the uh, auto fail that we're worried about particularly. So yeah, let's see how we go. So we've got the exploration deck there. We've got a few cards set aside that are gonna come in play later on. Um, and we are ready to go. All right, just clear that out of the way. All right, let's draw opening hands. So, one, two, three, four, five. What are we going to get? I'm going to be probably mulliganing for assets here, I think. I've got a stealth. Nice. Smoking pipe. I'll put that back because at the moment I don't really... Uh, well, we'll see if I need that. Um, look what I found. I'll also put back Leo De Luca, fantastic, and Lucky Cigarette Case. All right, so that's that's very good. Having Stealth, Leo, and Lucky Cigarette Case, three items that I'll three assets I'll want to play early on in the game. If you draw something like Lucky Cigarette Case late in the game, you're not really going to get the full benefit of it. Um, so yeah, these are these are strong. Obviously, no weapon. Let's see. So I'm putting look what I found and smoking pipe back. I then draw an emergency cache. That'll be useful to pay for some of these assets and an unexpected courage. Okay, that's a pretty strong opening hand. I'm just gonna shuffle the rest. It's such a tiny deck that uh, tw it's 28 cards, so usually 33. It's just so small. Um, I really actually really quite like it. It's hard to um, build a deck with so few because there's so many cards that you want to play. I could have uh, I toyed about putting in um, pickpocketing because you know if you're evading all the time, um, liquid courage to help with that um, horror. Um, another copy of sneak attack. I thought about putting in slip away is really great for skids. Um, what else was there? I think that was maybe the last cuts. Yeah, a switchblade, but it's just not good enough. The upgraded switchblade though is great. All right, we're shuffled. Okay, so let's see. Expedition camp. Do I want to try and explore, or do I want to just play my assets now? I think I'm going to play my assets. I play emergency cache. Gives me three resources. I'm up to eight now. Um, I will use six. 
to play Leo, then I will um, play my lucky cigarette case, the other two. So that's emergency case, play Leo, play lucky cigarette case, and I have one more action. I'm not going to explore just now um, because uh, I've only got one action left, and I, if I draw a if I draw a treachery, I'm not really equipped for it. So I'm just going to draw a card with my fourth action. I draw on the land. Okay, so let's see how useful that would be. Okay, so that's the end of my investigation phase. Enemy phase: there are no enemies. Um, upkeep phase: I gain a resource, draw a card, I draw an overpower. So I've got an overpower, an unexpected courage in hand. Got on the lamb and stealth, and played a Leo Deluca and Lucky Cigarette Case. Okay, we move into Mythos phase, so we will add one Doom on the agenda and draw our first encounter card. These are low on supplies. Uh, revelation, you must decide. Each investigator loses two resources, each investigator takes one damage, or each investigator chooses and discards an asset he or she controls. I don't actually have two resources, so I'm going to take a damage as I don't want to give up either Leo or the Lucky Cigarette Case. Okay, so, oops. One damage on skids. All right, I think we're going to try and do a, an investigate, uh, sorry, an explore here. We need to reveal some locations. So connected to this, we're looking at the square, the um, diamond, and the moon. So let's see if we've got a connected location. We get the river canyon, which is connected. It's the green triangle. So we automatically move there. There's one clue here. Uh, as an action, I can heal a damage um, from an investigator at river canyon. Uh, I, and if you have a canteen, heal two additional damage. We don't have the canteen. So I can heal my one damage here if I wish. But this is a uh, one shroud, sorry, four shroud location with one clue. So right now, it's gonna be tricky for me to get that clue. I could use my unexpected courage to go five versus four, but that doesn't seem very good. So I would really like to uh, either gain a flashlight or a per uh, perception. Probably a flashlight would do the trick there. I wonder if I just keep exploring and leave that there. I'm not the biggest fan of leaving clues behind, but at that shroud, I don't, want to, don't really want to um, waste the actions on failing, especially using unexpected courage. Um, I wonder what I, I might explore again. So I can explore from any any area. So here, there's a lot of locations connected. There's the expedition camp, which we've just come from, and there's four others. So there's a pretty good chance I'll find something connected if I don't draw a treachery. So second action will be to explore again. I explore into Serpent's Haven, which is connected. There's two clues here. And a shroud of two. It also has a victory point, so that's going to be good. Um, after you investigate or explore while at Serpent's Haven, if you are poisoned, take one damage. We are not poisoned. So that's good. All right, so first action was explore into the River Canyon. Second action was explore into Serpent's Haven. So we have two actions left. Do I just go three to two here to try and 
nab this, nab a clue. Let's do it. Three versus two to try and gain a clue from Serpent's Haven. I draw the negative three, so that is a fail. I might use Skids' ability now. I'm gonna bet one I'm gonna bet one resource. Um, do a three versus one test. Oh no. Ah, oh, negative two. So I do succeed. Uh, I drew the elder thing, the horn creature. Uh, for your poison, this test automatically fails. We are not. So that was a three versus one. I drew a negative two. So I gain my resource back and a second one. Um, so my fourth action with Leo, I'm going to play Stealth. So that costs two. So that's my last resources. So I've got Leo DeLuca, Lucky Cigarette Case, and Stealth in play. All right, end of turn. It's a big turn. There's four actions. All right, so we're in Serpent's Haven. Um, we are now moving to upkeep. I gain a resource and draw a card. I draw a flashlight. Okay, that's going to be fantastic to use. Uh, we get second doom on the agenda, two of six. Encounter card is a Estly Guardian. So this spawns at an empty location. It's alert and aloof. But when enemies attack during the enemy phase, if Estly Guardian is ready and unengaged, it attacks each investigator at each connecting location and deals one damage. All right, so right now I'm not at a connecting location. So I'm safe from the Estly Guardian. But if I do move back to the River Canyon, I will be in range. So something to think about there. Okay, all right, Serpent's Haven. Um, I, I need a resource to pay for the flashlight. Do I try and... Uh, I'm gonna use Skid's ability again. I'm a better resource to go three to one. Try and get one back. This is not an action, this is just a free one I can use. I draw the Elder Sign, which means I can grab a card back from my discard pile, which I grab my emergency cache back. So that worked out well. Um, I So that was a three versus one, and that was a plus one with the Elder Sign, so four versus one. I can exhaust Lucky Cigarette Case and draw a card, Kukri. All right. So now I can play my flashlight. This is my first turn. Play flashlight. It has three supplies on it. Do I use one at Serpent's Haven? It's probably a good idea. I'm gonna use one to go three to zero to get try and get a clue at Serpent's Haven. First action. Oh, sorry, second action. Oh no, I drew the auto fail. Okay, let's try it again. Let's, so third action, use my second flashlight charge. That is a skull, that's a negative zero, so that is success. Um, and I might save my last flashlight charge. I might just use my unexpected courage here to go five to two to try and get the second clue. Plus one, all right, we get a second clue. Okay, so that my action there was play flashlight, failed investigate, successful investigate, successful investigate. 
And okay, we move into enemy phase. Esli Guardian uh, does not fire at me. And we move into upkeep. So lucky cigarette case is unexhausted. I gain a resource and draw a card. I draw a lone wolf. All right, it'd be good to play a few of these cards now, just because I don't want to lose them with amnesia. As I said, I've, as I said, I do. I, um, I've got a hand of five here, which are all strong cards. Um, but yeah, I don't want to lose too many with amnesia if I draw it. All right, we move into Mythos. So this is the third Doom. And encounter card is Arrows from the Trees. Uh, Revelation, take one damage plus one additional damage for each ally asset you control. So I will take two damage. Um, I'm going to put one on Leo and one on Skid. So it's two on Skids, one on Leo. That wasn't great. That's, the, that's what you get for uh, having an ally. And Arrows from the Trees is a card that at the moment is um, does damage, but there is an element later on in this scenario, if I can get there, where that, that card doesn't do anything. I think it's probably time to play Lone Wolf as well. I've got a whole host of cards in front of me. I'm going to play Lone Wolf for one, uh, which will allow me to get a, a resource at the beginning of my turn, each turn. So that's first action. Second action. Do I explore from Serpent's Haven? So here, connected here, are um, is the red square, the so yellow squiggle, and the um, brown cross. I think this is not a great place to um, explore from. So I'm going to move back to River Canyon for my second action. Third action, I think I'll play Emergency Cache just to get the resources. And fourth action, do I play Kukri to have a weapon just in case I really need it? I'm going to play Kukri for my fourth action. So what did I do? Play Lone Wolf, uh, moved to uh, River Canyon, played Emergency Cache, and then played Kukri. Okay, so in front of me I've got, my, my hand slots are taken by the Flashlight and the Kukri, my accessory slots, Lucky Cigarette Case, with Leo DeLuca in play, I've got Lone Wolf and Stealth. So six assets all in front. So I'm pretty much sticking to the plan here. Okay, in hand I've got On the Lamb and Overpower, um, uh, that's the end of my turn. So there's no enemies. Oh, actually, moving back to River Canyon, which, ah, damn, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, the Esli Guardian will actually damage me. So that's a little bit of a problem now. I do have three damage on Skids now and one on Leo. All right, upkeep. I will gain a resource, draw a card. I draw a Lucky. Okay. Um, fourth Doom of six. Encounter card is Creeping Poison, gains its Surge. Each investigator's poison takes one damage. I'm not poisoned. Lost in the Wilds. Okay, this is a problem card. Um, 
Test three, um, willpower. If you fail, take one horror of each point you failed by and add lost in the wilds to your threat error. You cannot move or explore. At the end of your turn, discard lost in the wilds. All right, now I'm gonna, I wanna try and pass this. I don't really wanna take the horror, but also if I can't move um, or explore this turn, I'm going to be in the realm of the Esther Guardian attacking again. So I, want, I do wanna pass this. So I think I may have to use on the lamb. I'll use the two wild icons. Um, to go four versus three. I also have a lucky I can play. So four versus three. I draw the plus one, okay. So I actually would have passed without on the lamb. So that's not great, but I really need to pass it. So that's, that's good. All right, my turn. I gain a resource from Lone Wolf. Okay, I'm at the River Canyon. I want to explore. Definitely want to explore. I need to open up some more locations. I need three clues. I can try and get this one at the River Canyon, actually. Could use my final flashlight charge. And I've got a Lucky, which I could use to help me get it. And then I could advance, advance at the end of the round. That could be worth doing. Uh, I might need to. Okay, I'm gonna use my final flashlight charge to do a three versus two investigate on the River Canyon. I drew the auto fail. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, nothing I can do about that. Yikes. All right. I need to explore. All right. So, if, um, I'm going to explore from the River Canyon. First one is an arrows from the trees. Oh, two damage. Need to get out of this location. Wow, five damage. I can use an action to heal the damage at the River Canyon. I might need to do that. Might have to, because if I if I uh, can't explore on this next turn, I'll be I'll be at this location. Um, and again, I'll take a hit from the Esley Guardian. So I'm gonna heal one damage. So that's back to four on Skids, one on Leo. I'm gonna explore again to try and get away from here. Circuitous Trail, that is connected. So I'm gonna move, thankfully. It's not connected to the Exhibition Camp, so that's good. There is one clue here with a one shroud, so that's perfect. Uh, although, as an additional cost for you to investigate or explore while a circuitous trail, check your supplies. If no investigator at your location has a compass, you must spend three resources. So I need to spend three resources to investigate there. Um, that is going to be fine, I think. Um, I have, uh, it'd be a three to one test. I could always play lucky to pass it. And that'll be my third clue. But it needs to wait for next round. Okay. Great. All right, enemy phase, Esley Guardian does not attack me. Um, upkeep, I gain a resource, so four resources. I draw a card, I draw another lucky. All right, I wanna try and use these luckies before uh, Amnesia takes them away. Um, let's, we add another Doom, so it's five of six. Encounter card is a Pit Viper. All right, so this is a snake, serpent, 
Um, after Pit Viper deals you damage from its attack, if you're not poisoned, put a set aside poison weakness into play in your threat area. So I definitely want to avoid this. Um, and this is a potentially a good stealth one. It only has one um, damage though. So I probably could I probably could kill it with Kukri, but then it goes into the Vengeance display. I might try and kill it actually. It means my Kukri fight. It means my overpower. Um which puts me at five to three. That's a negative three, yikes. Okay, I'm gonna use my lucky, cost one to successfully pass, and I will kill the pit viper. All right, so. That's, that's gone, so my first action. Second action, I want to investigate. Um, I pass that test, so I actually draw a card with overpower. I draw hard knocks, which I probably won't play at this point. Um, so first action was getting rid of the pit viper. Second action, I'm going to investigate the circuitous trail. So I'm gonna have to spend three resources to investigate. I'm going to. I'm going three to one. Oh, actually before I, let me just backtrack, before I do that. Uh, I should have got, uh, sorry, I should have got one at the start of my turn for Lone Wolf. So I've got four. I spend three to investigate the circuitous trail at three to one. I draw the negative five, uh, which puts me back to zero. I'm gonna play lucky, wow, to get that clue. And we not only get a victory point for, for clearing that location, but we do now have th the three clues needed to advance. But I had to use my luckies up on pretty silly tests there. Um, I draw a negative three and a negative five on two very makeable tests. Okay, um, so that's two actions. I've got two actions left. Do I want to explore from here? Uh, I don't think so. Um, thinking about the Esley Guardian, I might just stay here because I don't want to take another attack from the Esley Guardian. Um, yeah, I can't move to Serpent's Haven from here. I can move back to the River Canyon, but again, that's in the realm of the Expedition Camp. I could move back to the River Canyon and try and explore again, but now there's only, there's, there's two, there's actually two locations that I could find, and one of them, actually both of them are connected to the exhibition camp. So the only place right now where I won't take a hit from the Esley Guardian is the Circus Trail. So I'm gonna stay here. I do have two actions left. Um, I am going to just gain a resource and draw a card. I draw an elusive. So I've got elusive and hard knocks in play, uh, in my hand. 
So it's a bit unfortunate. I haven't taken advantage of my lucky cigarette case much. I haven't had to use stealth yet. Because I elected to kill the pit viper. Alright, so now I move into upkeep. So I gain a resource and draw a card. I draw a sneak attack. So I've got hard knocks, elusive, sneak attack in hand. Uh, and that's the end of the round. So I'm going to advance. So I spend my three clues to advance the act. As you explore the dense jungle, you are suddenly confronted by several natives. At first glance, they appear to be warriors of an Aztec city-state, perhaps even the one you seek. But how could they ever survive undiscovered for so long? Even with Alejandro's notes, you are barely able to translate what the warriors say, only that they call you intruder and implore you to leave the jungle at once. You try to explain that you are searching for the Esteli, which causes them to murmur and debate amongst themselves. Finally, one of them speaks to you in rudimentary Spanish. Iktaka will know what to do with you, intruder. He blows on a decorated clay ocarina, producing a shrill note that echoes throughout the jungle. The warriors depart as suddenly as they arrived. Put the set-aside Iktaka enemy into play at the lead investigator's location. Okay, where's Iktaka? Okay. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. I'll do that in a second. Huntress of the Estli, Act 2A. I don't trust them, Alejandro says, as soon as the natives are out of earshot. They mean to kill us, not aid us. If you think this Iktaka is going to help us find the ruins, be my guest, but I refuse to follow where she leads. You can feel the discomfort and confusion in Alejandro's voice. You can attempt to speak with Iktaka, or you can take Alejandro's advice and fight your way to the ruins you seek. If Iktaka is defeated, advance. Or if there are, if there's one clue on Iktaka, place her in the victory display and advance. All right, so who is Iktaka? She is the keeper of the Esteli. She's an elite enemy. She has alert and retaliate. Uh, alert means that if you try and evade her and you fail, she attacks you. Um, and there's an action here to parlay. Test four intellect to convince Iktaka that you are not her enemy. If you succeed, place one clue on her. If you fail and Iktaka is ready, she attacks you. Um, so this is a problem. I really, really need to pass that parlay test. Um, oh, I, I, I can defeat her. I can try and defeat her. But with um, my, just my Kukri in play, it's probably not really going to happen. Um, so, yeah, parlaying is, was my plan. And I would have liked to have had a Lucky in my hand. Um, and or a perception to do this. So yeah, my goal now is to, uh, to basically successfully uh, test that parlay, test that parlay action. And now I need to shuffle the discard pile into the encounter deck. So I'm just doing that now. And we are on the cusp of the agenda advancing as well. So while I'm happy with the amount of assets I managed to get out, um, I am a bit concerned about the damage on skids. And also that I haven't really got the tools to pass this parlay. And if I fail the test, then uh, Iktaka will attack me. Now I can try and evade her. Or I can use stealth on her, but that means she's still ready. So stealth will buy me the ability to draw a card and try and find something that's going to help me with the test. 
So that's probably what I'll do. Um, but yeah, I'm a little, a little bit concerned. Okay, so I've discarded the, the um, kind of discard pile into the encounter deck. We move into the mythos phase now, as, a, as that was the end of the round. We are advancing the agenda, so let's see what it says. After hours of exploration and futile attempts to map out the wilds, you're convinced something is watching your progress, stalking your every move. The shapes of large serpentine creatures slither in the brush all around you. You try to back away, but the creatures have you completely surrounded, hissing at you from all sides. Suddenly, several shapes emerge from the brush, human-sized creatures with the bodies of serpents and arms wielding spears and jagged knives. The creatures are savage, attacking you fiercely. Somehow you manage to flee to safety, though the sensation that you are being watched remains. Although you survived the encounter, you were confronted with a stark reality. This place is home to creatures beyond your understanding. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and set aside Agents of Yig. Encounter set into the encounter, um, encounter deck. Um, each investigator tests three willpower. Each investigator who fails performs the following in order. If you're poisoned, take one damage, one horror. If you're not poisoned, put a set aside poison weakness into play in your threat area. So it's looking like I could be poisoned unless I can figure something out. So let me just shuffle this encounter deck um, together and then I will take that test. Okay, so we are ready to take a three willpower test. So I'm two versus three. I have nothing in my hand that can boost it. I've got elusive, sneak attack, and hard knocks. So let's see. Hoping for a plus one or the elder sign. Elder sign would be fantastic. Uh, oh no, uh, it's a negative two. It's the elder thing, horn creature. Uh, it says, if you are poisoned, this test automatically fails instead, which it does obviously fail. I'm not yet poisoned. Now I'm poisoned because I failed that test. So what does poison mean? Um, it's a permanent, and it basically just says you are poisoned. This has no game effect on its own. Other card effects may change or become stronger while you are poisoned. So what that means is the um, horn creature is an auto-fail. So there's now two auto-fails in the chaos bag. Agenda 2A reads, Intruders, what was once excitement has turned to dread. This place is far deadlier than you could have imagined. It is as though the jungle itself wants you out. Uh, same action to explore. Um, so I, I need to keep exploring. But right now my, my target is to parlay with Iktaka. Um, and there's nine, nine doom threshold on the agenda. So I have some time. I don't think I'm behind in terms of pace. I did get those first three clues fairly efficiently, but it will depend now on how um, how long it takes me to pass this test with Iktaka, and I don't really have the means right now. Um, I've got an elusive and a sneak attack in my hand that have two uh, willpower icons on them, but that would put me at five versus four. Not a great odds there. Um, and if I, obviously if I fail, I take two damage, which I'm really already struggling with. So... Um, I'm thinking, and before I do anything, I'm going to take my one resource for Lone Wolf. And you know what I haven't done yet? Before I do anything, I need to draw an encounter card. It is a snake bite. Test uh, three. Uh, test three agility. If you fail, you must either choose one, deal five damage to an ally asset you control, take one direct damage, and if you are not poisoned, you are now poisoned. So I'm already poisoned. So taking one direct damage obviously is not good. 
Um, I don't think I'm going to play hard knocks at this point. I just don't think I have the resources for it. Um, nor the chance. I'm going to have to. I'm going to be too many other important things to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw hard knocks into this test. I'm going to go five versus three on the agility test. Draw zero, so I do pass that snake bite test. That's good. Okay. Um, now my turn. All right. I gain a resource from Lone Wolf. I'm thinking I could play stealth here, which will mean I'm uh, I can try and evade Iktaka at four versus two. Um, and if she is evaded, that gives me sort of three chances to grab a couple of cards and then try and parlay with her without her being able to attack me. If I fail. No, sorry, that's wrong, because she won't be she won't be um, exhausted. She'll just be unengaged. So that's still fine. It still buys me some time to grab a card or two. Um, but if I fail that, she will attack me, because she's alert. So I'm thinking this might be the the best case for me here is to actually play elusive, to disengage from Iktaka, move to a different location, and. Um, try and grab a card. This is a fast action, just so it doesn't actually cost me a turn. I might move back to the River Canyon. She's actually not a hunter either, so she'll just stay at this location too. That's not too bad, actually. And if I, oh, I move to Serpent's Haven, I'm out of range of the Esli Guardian. I wonder if I do that. All right, I think I'm gonna have to do it. I don't think right now I can successfully parlay with Iktaka and anything I do, there has too much risk of being damaged, uh, of being hurt, and he's already on four damage. Um, so I think I'm gonna have to do this. I, I would have liked to have saved Elusive for something else, but at the moment I think I need to get to a safe spot and just build up some cards. So I'm, um, I'm using my Elusive to disengage from Iktaka. She remains at the Circuitous Trail, does not hunt. Um, I move to Serpent's Haven, which is out of range of the Esli Guardian. So if I want to finish my turn here, I can. All right. Second, uh, first action. I'm going to draw a card. I draw a Manor Dexterity, which would have been, <laughs> would be very useful for evading Iktaka, but that's all right. Second action, draw a card. I draw, I gain Perception. So again, perfect, a perfect card for the uh, parlay test. I wonder if I went back with a six versus four, whether that would be strong enough. Um, I'm going to use Skids's ability. I'm going to bet one, go three versus one. Draw negative two, I do succeed. So I gain a resource back. So I've got two resources now. And I have two more actions. I don't want to move to the River Canyon. Um, and drawing cards means I get close to my weakness, which I haven't drawn yet as well. Um, I think I might draw another card. Another manual dexterity. So I've got some great evasion tools here. Might it be worth trying to evade Iktaka before the parlay? Although really I've essentially got the same, same uh, chance. I'm going to gain a resource, my fourth action, and a stay at Servant's Haven. 
All right, um, so Taka remains at Circuitous Trail. Esley Guardian doesn't attack. Move into upkeep, I gain another resource. That's four resources. I draw a card, I draw my hospital debts. So there it is. So I now need to start putting resources onto hospital debts um, in order to not lose experience. And that's fine, I've got four in hand. I've got four and I'm thinking I, I won't need to spend anything to, on the parlay test once I get there. All right, let's... Um, let's try. All right, let's move on. All right, so I've done um, done my turn. We're at the end of the round, we move into Mythos phase. So it's one Doom of Nine. Encounter card is Curse of Yig. Put Curse of Yig into play in your threat area. You get negative one combat, negative one health. That's a problem. Um, and I can test two um, willpower to get rid of it. And it gets plus one difficulty for each vengeance point in the victory display. So I just test three willpower to get rid of it. There's no chance I'm going to better get rid of that. Well, two versus three test right now is not strong enough. So I don't have to accept I've got one less health. So seven is the max. And I'm on four at the moment. So that makes that even more of a problem. Okay, my turn. I think I'm going to go back to Victarka now. Um, I'm going to move into River Canyon, move into the Circuitous Trail. I'm going to try and evade her, I think. I'm going to use manual dexterity. Do I do this? Do I use stealth? If I had another action... I think I might just need to try and evade her. Or do I just go six to four to test the parlay? Maybe let's go for it. I'm putting in perception and sneak attack. Six versus four to do the parlay. Come on. I draw zero. Excellent, okay, so I place one clue from the token pool on Iktaka, which is a requirement, and if there is one clue on Iktaka, place her in the victory display and advance. All right, she has one victory point as well. Whew, okay. All right, we flip over act to act 2B. Interesting, you are not simply here to shed blood, Iktaka says with a spark of wonder in her voice, and you are stunned to hear her speaking in perfect English. Remember that Iktaka is leading the way. Add one cultist token to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. Okay, shuffle this three set aside ruins locations into the exploration deck and advance to act 3A, search for the ruins. Uh, okay, there we are. So I'll put the... Um, Cultist into the chaos bag. So the cultist is uh, minus x, x the number of locations in play, max five. Well, currently there's four. So that is a minus four. That is brutal. All right. Um, I need to shuffle the three ruins locations. So there's Temple of the Fang, Ruins of Etsy, and Overgrown Ruins. I need to shuffle them into the exploration deck, which is still pretty loaded. I haven't really had a chance uh, to 
dig into it. Or I've been reluctant to, I guess. But now I need to find um, the ruins of Esteli. If I cannot dissuade you, so be it. Follow me and I will lead you to the place you seek. But heed my warning. Disturb the ruins at your own risk. They've remained hidden for a reason. Alejandro warily keeps a safe distance from Iktaka as she shows you the way. Each Esli guardian enemy cannot attack or be attacked. Ignore the effects of each arrows from the tree's treachery. All right, so the Esli guardian can, only, can no longer attack me if I move to the River Canyon or any other connecting location. And it says only investigators at the ruins of Esli can spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. So I do need three clues. So I've currently gotten zero. So I need to find three clues and the ruins of Esli via the exploration deck. <sighs> okay. Um, that is, that's done. I've got one more turn. So I moved from Serpent's Haven to River Canyon, then to Circuitous Trail. Then I just went all in on the parlay. I draw a card from the success with perception. I draw Smoking Pipe. That's actually not going to help me at all. Um, because that's more for healing horror, and I've got no horror, incredibly. All right. Um, before I do anything, I'm going to put one um, resource on hospital debts. So I've now got three resources left. And did I pass? I did a six versus... Sorry, I did six versus four, and I drew a zero. So I did pass by two or more. I get a card from the Lucky Cigarette case as well. I forgot to do that. I gain a flashlight. Okay, that's going to help me get clues. Um, all right, so I gain two cards, one from Perception, one from Lucky Cigarette case. Okay, I wonder if I start exploring here. Because I've added a couple of... I've added two more locations um, and they are connected to the Circuitous Trail. So I wonder if I try and do an explore on this final action, see if I can reveal a new location. It's, I'm doing okay for time, but I do want to start making a move soon. All right, I'm going to explore. Low on supplies. Each investigator loses two resources, takes one damage, or chooses and discard an asset he or she controls. I'm going to choose the third one. I'm going to discard my useless flashlights. Excellent. That worked out well. All right. Move into enemy phase. There are no enemies. Esli Guardian, I don't have to worry about him anymore. Gain a resource and draw a card. I've got quite a few cards in hand. I hope I don't draw amnesia. I got a perception. All right. And you start using these cards. So, because I've only got one, two, three, four, five, six cards left in my deck. All right. Mythos phase. Okay, Doom, two of nine, encounter card is a boa constrictor. It's a hunter. After the boa constrictor attacks you during the next upkeep phase, your exhausted cards cannot ready. All right, that's, that's fine. Um, hopefully it won't attack me. I'm going to try and evade this guy. Um, I'm going to use my manual dexterity. Do I just go four to two? Before I do anything, I'm getting a resource from Lone Wolf. Five resources, so plenty of money. I'm just going to evade this guy. Do I want to draw a card from it? Because it's possible if I succeed by a lot, I will um, draw two cards from Lucky Cigarette Case and Manu Dexterity. I'm just going to go four to two. I'm just trying to avoid uh, Amnesia at the moment. 
or to two? I'll draw the other sign. Oh, great. Okay, that's a plus one. What do I get back? I think I'm going to get back lucky. Get back on the lamb as well. I'm going to get back lucky. It's just too good. Okay, Boa is um, evaded. So that was four versus two. Um, I got a plus one, so that's actually five versus two. So I do draw a card from Lucky Cigarette Case. I gain a sleight of hand. Okay, that's gonna be really useful. I can play my flashlight. I've got a lot of cards in my hand though. Three, four, five, six, seven. All right, that was first action. Second action. Uh, do I explore? Yes, I'm gonna explore. Temple of Fang is not connected. Snake bite. Test three. If you fail, you must either choose one, deal with five damage, or take one direct damage. I'm gonna try and pass this. I'm gonna use manual dexterity to go six to three. Six, two, three. Uh, I draw the negative five. Whoa. Uh, so that is one versus three. I'm going to play my lucky. Holy moly. Um, to pass it. Okay. I shuffle Temple of Fang back into the exploration deck. I'm trying to remember how many of the treacheries have come out of here. I think there's been now three only. There's a couple more left. So. so that was action two. First action was evade, second action was explore. Uh, third action, I think I want to explore again. I want to get away from this boa. So I shuffle the deck and explore again. Uh, the ruins of Etsley is actually connected. So I can move there. The issue is, is that uh, I don't have the three clues. There are two clues at this location though. So, no. After you fail a skill test while investigating ruins of Esley, draw the top card of the encounter deck. Um, hmm. What if I just try and go five to three? I just try and go five to three on it and not use my flashlight. Use perception. If I fail it though, I don't want to, don't really want to get any counter card. But one more turn. I want to. I don't want to just draw a card. And I want to save my sleight of hand for next turn. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to put a resource on hospital debts before I forget. I think I just try and get a clue here. I'm gonna go five to three with perception. It's a negative two, I do get it. It's one clue. All right, end of turn. So it was evade, explore, um, explore again, and then uh, successfully investigate. All right, so enemy phase, the boa is going to stand up. So it's going to hunt. 
uh, come after me next round, so it'd be good to get away from there. We move into upkeep. Uh, my lucky cigarette case is unexhausted. I gain a resource. Do I draw a card? I'm electing not to draw a card at this point. Uh, we move into the mythos phase. So it's three of nine. I draw an encounter card. It is a pit viper. Okay, now I've got to deal with that. Seems like a pretty good candidate for stealth, actually. All right, first action. So before I do anything, I'm going to gain a resource from Lone Wolf. I'm going to put a resource on Hospital Debt. So I've got three there now. Um, I'm going to play Sleight of Hand. Cost one. I put my flashlight into play. Oh, no, I can't do that. Sorry. So before I do that, I need to, I've got the Pit Viper on me, so I can't do that. I'm going to use Stealth. I'm going to um, evade this thing, this um, Pit Viper at four versus one. It's a zero. So it is, it disengages with me, but doesn't, it isn't exhausted, but it's not a hunter. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm not going to draw a card um, from passing by two or more. I'm going to play Sleight of Hand, cost one, to get Flashlight into play. So this is my second action, gets Flashlight into play with three charges. Um, I'm going to use one of those charges to investigate Ruins of Etsley. I'm going three to one. A negative two. Sorry, uh, sleight of hand is actually a fast action, so this was only my second action. So evade, investigate. I do gain it. Uh, I'm going to move out of this location now. I think I'm going to move to Serpent's Haven. Do I move to Serpent's Haven? Yes, I don't want to go back to the Circus Trail. I move back to Serpent's Haven. I've got two of the clues I need. I've got one more action left. Great if I could investigate the River Canyon with the flashlight, but I can't quite make it there. Uh, maybe I just move back to the River Canyon, but moving there means that the boa can come and attack me. I don't want that. So I'm gonna stay at Servant's Haven. Uh, I'm gonna put another resource on hospital debts. Uh, so it's four now. I have one more action. I guess I just gain a resource. Um, okay. End of turn. Flashlight comes back into my hand. It loses both its charges, but comes back to my hand. Um, we look at the hunters. So the bow is going to move into the ruins of Etsley, which is where I currently am. Oh, sorry, was where I was. So that's good. Um, we move into upkeep, I gain a resource, and do I draw a card? I've got Smoking Pipe, Flashlight, and Manual Dexterity. I'm probably going to afford to lose two of them, if need be, so I'm going to draw a card. It's fine clothes, would have been really useful for the parlay test with Iktaka, but at the moment it's um, actually useful for soaking up another damage if I need it, so that's, that's not bad. Um, we move into Mythos, so four of nine. I draw a Ancient Evil, so let's go five of nine. So I'm cutting it a little bit fine here. Um, my turn, I gain a resource at the beginning. I'm going to move into River Canyon, 
play the flashlight, cost two. There's three charges on it. Um, I'm gonna try and get the clue, the clue at River Canyon. So first action was move, second action play flashlight. Uh, I haven't got anything to boost this. So I'm gonna use a flashlight charge to go, uh, what am I doing? Three to two, not great. Plus one, I do get the clue. Do I want to explore some more? I've got the ruins I can just go back to, but I'm wary of a couple of things. I'm wary of how much time I've got and also wary of how much damage I've got. But there's a couple, there's two other locations that I um, haven't been um, revealed yet. And I'm, I'm thinking about victory points, really. Right now I've got four, five. I've got five currently, which is not bad, but I'd like to get a couple more. So first action was moved, then I played flashlight, then I investigated. I'm gonna put another resource on hospital depths. And I wonder if I now try and um, explore again. I get an overgrowth. Um, so attached to your location, limit one per location. You cannot explore at the attached location. Test four combat to hack through the brush or four um, book to find another route. So that didn't pay off well. Okay, so I can't explore from there anymore. So that's not great. That's okay. I mean, how do I get back to the ruins of Etsley? I can just move to the Circus Trail. Connected to the Circus Trail are actually two other um, locations I can, ex I can um, explore into. So that's, um, that's good. Should be fine. All right, uh, that's the end of my turn. So the boa constrictor is gonna move into Serpent's Haven. Yep, the pit viper is gonna stay at the ruins of Estley. We move into upkeep. Um, I gain a resource. Do I draw a card? I've got four cards left. All right, let's do it. I'm drawing a card. It's the Derringer, so another weapon. I haven't really had to use the weapons much. Um, we gain another um, Dooms, that's six now. Encounter card is an overgrowth. Limit once per location. So it actually just goes into the discard pile. So obviously I can't um, explore at the, at that, the jungle, what's it called? River Canyon. I'm gonna move to the Circuitous Trail. Uh, it's first action. I'm gonna explore my second action. The Overgrown Ruins is, um, is open. And, oh no. After you enter Overgrown Ruins, if you are poisoned, lose all remaining actions and end your turn. Yikes, okay. So that was what my second action. So I lose two actions. Uh, there, so I end my turn there. It's a five shroud location with one clue and two victory. So if I can just get that test, if I could boost enough um, to do a, and use my flashlight, I could potentially get it, but I don't have anything in my hand that boosts it. I may have to forget about that one. Um, the boa is going to move into, what's the closest location to me? 
Uh, so I move over to the River Canyon. We move into upkeep. So I gain a resource. Do I draw a card? I'm going to draw a card. I draw, I draw a quick thinking. So this can give me another turn if I succeed by two or more. I wonder if I'll be able to use that. Looking at the doom threshold here, we are getting pretty close. We're on seven now. So I'm thinking I might need to just get out of here. I could potentially try and get the clue, but yeah, let's see. All right, um, encounter card is a lost in the wilds. Okay, this is a problem now. Um, I cannot move or explore this turn um, with what well, if I fail the three. So I'm going to throw in smoking pipe and quick thinking. That puts me at five. Uh, sorry, four to three. Ooh. And then I can't move or do anything. So uh, that is an auto fail. I draw the horn creature. So that puts me back to zero. And well, it's a negative two actually. So negative two for the um, horned creature. So that's two to three. I take one horror. Um, and I cannot move or explore this turn. I'm at the overgrown ruins. I can try and get the clue. I guess I can try and get lucky. Before I do anything, um, I'm going to gain a resource from Lone Wolf. I've actually got six resources. I'm flush for resources. I'm putting one on hospital debts. So that's my sixth one on hospital debts. Little bit concerned here. If I draw an Ancient Evils, it may be over. If I draw an Ancient Evils in the encounter deck. Um, all right, well, I can't do anything. I can't move or explore. So I need to try and get this clue to five shroud. I use my flashlight. I can't add anything to it, but I'm going um, three to three. Three to three, let's try. I draw a negative two. All right, let's go again. Three to three. Negative two again. Oof. All right, so that's two action. My flashlight's done. Um, I have Derringer, Fine Clothes, Mental Dexterity in hand. I've got two cards. I'm going to pass the rest of my turns. I'm going to move into um, Enemy Phase. So the Boa is uh, going to move into the Circuitous Trail. It's getting close. And then I move into upkeep, I gain a resource. I'm not gonna draw a card. I'll keep all those just for safety. And move into, move into Mythos. So this is one, two, three, four, this is eight of nine. Encounter card is a low on supplies. Each investigator loses two resources, takes a damage or loses an asset. I'm gonna ditch two resources. Phew, okay, so we move, um, so my turn, gain a resource from Lone Wolf, I'm not going to need it. 
I'm moving from the overgrown ruins to the circuitous trail. I'm, in, I'm then engaged by the boa. I'm going to evade the boa. I'm going to use manual dexterity and fine clothes to go seven to two. Um, I'll do a plus one, Jesus. Um, okay, so that is successful. I'm not going to draw any cards um, with manual dexterity or lucky cigarette case. The boa is evaded. So that's, uh, so one from Overgrown Ruins, second action was moved to, sorry, second action was evade. Third action, I'm going to move to the Ruins of Esteli where the Pit Viper will engage me, but um, I'm going to spend my three clues at the Ruins of Esteli. And we uh, make a discovery of a lifetime. What you have found is beyond your wildest expectations. Despite the supposed age, the ruins appear preserved in time. Several aspects of the architecture are strangely futuristic. You set out to investigate it once. Resolution one. We did it. All right, resolution one. Thursday, July 2nd, 1925. Somehow, after much toil and many hours of exploration, we found the ruins that Alejandro sought, though we scarcely could have been ready for what we encountered in the wilds of the jungle. The rainforest was guarded, guarded by unfathomable horrors, serpentine creatures driven by anger and hate. They hunted us relentlessly, wielding primitive weaponry and communicating in sharp hisses. <clears throat> Excuse me. Perhaps just as deadly were the human natives of the rainforest. They appeared to be Aztec warriors as far as dress and speech were concerned. Despite the conquering of the Aztec people hundreds of years ago, these warriors somehow survived. How they managed to remain undiscovered this long is beyond us. The warrior named Iktaka was particularly intriguing. We were able to defuse the initial encounter with her and surprisingly she helped guide us through the jungle. Only to disappear mysteriously when we reached the ruins. I have a feeling we have not seen the last of her. Alejandro did not agree with our decision to trust the Esteli. He decided to stay at camp until further notice, disturbed as he is by their presence. I thought he would be excited to learn more about them, but I expect this discovery defies even his broad-minded theories. I suppose he has a right to be distrustful. Nothing about this expedition makes sense. We have cleared a route to what Alejandro believes is the main temple of the ruins. There is little time to rest. The serpentine creatures seem intent on stopping us, so we cannot tarry any longer than necessary. Soon we will enter the ruins to see what secrets they hide. In your campaign log, recall that the investigators cleared a path to the Esli ruins. Uh, we also record that Alejandro chose to remain at camp. Um, we record that Iktaka... Uh, the investigators have, in, have earned Iktaka's trust. So we spoke with her, we parlayed with her, we didn't attack. For each vengeance point in the victory display, there is only one. Um, we record one tally mark under Yig's fury. We have to beware the anger, anger of the father of serpents as his fury will haunt you in the future. So it was a good thing we didn't uh, destroy any more. We actually didn't get that many enemies. We got another pit viper, which I sort of evaded. Um, and we had the boa that we got rid of as well. So, yeah, we're pretty lucky with enemy draw, I think. Um, and after taking that early damage, um, we didn't take much more. Uh, each investigator earns experience points. So, how many did we get? I think it was still on the same amount. I tried to get more, but that backfired. So, um, we got one from the Circuitous Trail, one from Serpent's Haven, two from the Ruins of Esteli, and then um, one with Iktaka. So, we got uh, five. Five XP. That's not bad. 
Uh, and that is the end. So I'll, before, before I finish this uh, episode, I'll read the interlude, where which um, interlude Restless Nights. We need to check our supplies. This is where the supply element comes in. Um, each investigator with a blanket reads Restful Sleep. We did bring a blanket. Mercifully, I was able to sleep through each night. However, while my body rested, my mind was plagued by nightmares. A cavern like a gaping moor bathed in dim red light. The walls slithering with the glimmering scales of a hundred vipers. It might have been better had I not slept at all. And to check your supplies, the investigators as a group must cross off one provisions per investigator from their supplies. For each provisions they cannot cross off, choose an investigator to read low on rations. So we have a provision, so we cross off provisions. Don't read low on rations. Um, the result of being low on rations is that we start the next scenario with three fewer resources, which isn't great. I should mention about the XP is that I paid off hospital debts, had six um, resources on it, so I, I own my full um, suite of, re of that experience. Um, the lead investigator must choose one investigator to be the group's lookout, then that investigator checks his or her supplies, if he or she has binoculars, he or she reads shapes in the trees, uh, which I do have, I don't borrow binoculars. Most of the nights pass without incident, but on this night I was startled by the rustling of free branches along the southern border of our camp's clearing. Despite the darkness, I was able to use my binoculars to see shapes moving in the trees. The shapes appeared human, but why? Why do they only watch us from afar? What is their purpose? You earn two additional experience as you gain further insight into the motivations of the Estley. So, seven experience now. And... Check your supplies. Each investigator with medicine may cross it off from their supplies to choose and remove a poison weakness from any investigator's deck. Um, each investigator who still has a poison weakness reads the poison spreads. All right, I'm going to use the medicine we brought along to get rid of my poisoned um, trait. So I have to cross off provisions and cross off medicine, but uh, my blanket and binoculars that I brought along have paid off. Um, I don't take any trauma at all. And we'll be moving on to scenario two, the doom of Esteli. Thank you for um, starting this new journey with me and Skids. Um, I think that went okay. Like I was pretty happy with the cards I got down and how they worked. It was getting a bit dicey there at the end um, with getting uh, withdrawing amnesia. I didn't really want to draw that at, um, at inopportune time. And uh, while I was hunting for more victory points, I almost ran out of time. So it was a little bit lucky there. Um, I think things went pretty well. Um, didn't draw that many enemies, but I was certainly equipped to deal with them with, with stealth. I only used it a couple of times. Uh, I used Kukri once, so fine there. Leo is superb. You have the four actions. I mean, that saves the day, doesn't it? And um, yeah, I, I think that went pretty smoothly. I'm happy with a seven XP. I'm going to be able to um, upgrade a few, a few things. So... Um, until next time, happy gaming.